What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The Hawks outlast Brooklyn in a overtime thriller. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on a Thanksgiving edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. And yes, the Hawks gave you guys a victory to celebrate during your Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> Hawks to take care of the Brooklyn Nets tonight in uh, a stunning overtime thriller, one forty-seven to one forty-five. Um, we were in the building tonight as the Hawks celebrated Kids Night, and uh, that was pretty dope. I gotta admit, as a teacher, it's always fun to see the kids having a good time and dancing on the jumbotron. So tonight was was really special. Uh, for me to see all the kids just having a good time. And it was even more special because the Hawks got a dub, man. Hawks get off that losing streak and get back to 500 basketball. Uh, you know, I don't know how you feel about that. But, hey, a win is a win is a win, right? Um, Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. First things first, if you are on social media, we would love for you to connect with us. We say it before every podcast because we love... We would love to connect with you um, and just see what, you, what, what your thoughts are. You know, we love interacting with our fans. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, however you get down with to get down. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us, uh, like us, all that jazz, all the things. You know what I mean? Also, um <clears throat> We would love for you to share the podcast with a friend of yours. You know what I'm saying? If if you know somebody that, that loves Atlanta Hawks basketball, hey, come check out this podcast. They talk Atlanta Hawks basketball all the time. So <laughs> come check us out. We appreciate you if you just share the love. Retweets and reposts are very appreciated and all of that. All right. So tonight um, we are going to um, kind of go through what we saw tonight. We're going to go through our game notes. We're going to go through our keys to the game. We're going to start with that. We're going to start with the keys. Then we'll go through our game notes. We'll do some fan feedback and we may do a little bit of a little bit of post game um, sound. Um, I don't know if I'll play it, but we'll, we'll kind of talk about what some of the players had to say after the game. 
Then we'll put a bow on the podcast and let you guys get ready for Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Let's get to it. Um, first things first, as far as the game is concerned, this was the second night of a back-to-back. And so, you know, those games are always tricky. Now, it was a back-to-back with no travel, which is always better. Both teams went into tonight six and seven records. The lot, the Nets had um, lost two straight, and the Hawks were on their own three-game losing streak. So, um, before the game, DeJounte Murray was listed as questionable with the quad contusion, but um, after seeing him warm up, and uh, we 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 knew it was going to be a go, and so <clears throat> Hawks went with their typical starting lineup: Hunter Johnson, Capella. Murray and Young, you know what I mean? And so that was the five they tried it out there. And uh, before we get into the notes, let me go ahead and give you my keys to the game. Again, if you're on X, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. Uh, my quick keys to the game were three things. I gave you three things to look for going into tonight's game. The first one was energy. I said, what will those legs look like in the third quarter after yesterday's track meet? Yesterday, they scored a ton of points. And so um, I figured, you know, second half, what would this team look like as far as energy is concerned with the shot to be flat? And I, th- I think we saw a little bit of that tonight. I mean, they, they ended up scoring 147 points, so it wasn't like too bad, but... You definitely saw moments where these guys were flat, and I think that that was a, a, a reaction to um, playing the night before. Number two, I said bench production. I said if Quinn goes deeper on his bench, those dudes got to be ready. He didn't go deeper. <laughs> he didn't go deeper. He went his usual nine-man rotation, and with that nine-man getting about three to five minutes, well, not even five minutes, ninth man was A.J. Griffin. I think he played three minutes. Number three, play a smidgen of defense. I said a smidgen. (laughs) And that's about how much defense they played. A smidgen. Now, I will say this. Y'all know me. Y'all know I don't pull no punches. I will say this. I I think that there is value in the Hawks winning this game with the last play being a defensive stand. I will say that, right? I think there is value in that. Did they play a good defensive game all game? No. (laughs) They didn't. They just didn't. You gave up 145 points. And the only thing that's good about 145 points is the fact that you scored 147. But when it mattered on the last play of the game, you got some key stops. And you know what? To be honest with you, they was getting some stops in the first half. In the first half, I thought the defense was like, okay, you saw some moments where they was kind of bowing up a little bit. But, um, yeah, so those are the three keys to the game. After we go through our notes, we'll come back and see if we can check off any of those things that we saw. I mean, that we just listed as far as keys to the game. First quarter. I, I I noticed that the Hawks were really active, man. Like they were getting a lot of hands on balls, pause. Um, just getting in passing lanes. I, I really thought they were active. I mentioned AJ Griffin. Uh, he made an appearance in the first, about three minutes left. 
and that was it. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't put up a shot. He didn't get a rebound. He. He, he, he it was zeros across the board and his plus minus was a plus 10 <laughs> and before we go on i i really i really don't know what to do with aj griffin man like i don't know i want to see him play more man I, I i really do i don't have a solution of as to whose minute you take away i don't i don't know man but like I just think he's too good of a player just to be getting three minutes and just not getting DMPs. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what the plan is there, but that's for a whole nother podcast. We'll talk about that some other time. <clears throat> but uh, first quarter, they, they they came out fast. They came out fast. And if you know me, I like when teams come out fast. You know, um, we bang the, 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 the starters when they have slow starts. And tonight, there was not a slow start. If anything, Trey Young really asserted himself in the first quarter. And this is something everybody has been waiting for. He just exploded. 19 points in the, in the first quarter. Three assists. Six of eight shooting. Six of seven from three. 19 points in the first quarter. I'm like, okay, Trey's about to throw a 40-burger on him. And here's the crazy thing. Trey ends up with 43, and he actually didn't even shoot that well in the second and third and fourth quarters. Like, he was okay in overtime. He had a really big fourth quarter, first quarter. But, uh, man, he really should have had about 60 if we keep it at the stack. If he would have played good, if he would have shot well all, six, all four quarters, like, he could have had at least 50. But, nevertheless, you don't apologize for a win. And you don't apologize if it don't look pretty. So that's just kind of how I saw it. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I thought that bogey, uh, there was a big play in that first quarter, first quarter, uh, the nets were on a fast break and bogey had gotten back. It was a two on one bogey ends up stopping the two on one bogey, like the worst, one of the, the worst defenders the hogs have. He stops the two on one. Everybody's excited because listen, you see two guys running at bogey. We know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? He gets the stop, dribbles down, hits Trey in the corner. Trey pulls up for three, and I'm like, yo, he's 
gotta make this. Like you've gotta make it after Bogey don't stop the two on one. Laces it, splack a cow, and uh, yeah, man, it was just a big play, a big momentum shift, and uh, I mean, but the story of that first quarter was Trey Young. It, it was it was clearly Trey Young with his nineteen points, and um, the Hawks put up forty five percent. 45 points in the first quarter, shooting just lights out. 60% from the field, 60% from three. And, you know, my thought was they obviously can't keep this up. <laughs> like, there's no way you're going to score 40 some points in, you know, the rest of these quarters. Second quarter runs, uh, second quarter comes along, and the team seemed to kind of settle in to kind of their, um, kind of settle into it's game basketball games are like boxing matches right those first couple of rounds are just kind of punching and sparring and seeing what works you know i thought the hawks did a good job of just trying to keep the the nets at bay in that second quarter they end up losing the second quarter 34 to 32 but i thought they did a decent job of just kind of just keeping them at bay right obviously the team uh kind of cooled down and they're shooting Trey cooled all the way down in the second quarter. He went over five in that quarter. So to say man's cooled down, he cooled down. You know what I'm saying? And nobody was really, you know, cooking for the Hawks. I mean, the, the, the high guy in that quarter was DeJounte Murray with eight points. And that was just because he got to the line five times. Um, so, yeah, the, the second quarter was just kind of, um, kind of a sparring match. But... Look, you go into the half, you're up 10. You got to feel good about that, you know. Um, some people are still kind of, you know, like, oh, man, the defense still kind of looks a little crazy. But, look, you're up 10, right? You're up 10. And the only thing worse than being up 10 is being down 10, right? So, you know, you just be lucky you're not down 10. So, um, you go into that third quarter. First play of the third quarter, they turn the ball over. Like, oh. Not a good sign. Third quarter was very sloppy to me. Very sloppy to me. I, wrote, I even wrote that on my notes. I just wrote sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. <laughs> Turnover, not the way you want to start the second half. I think DJ made a bad pass or something. They seemed sloppy. They seemed lethargic. Um, a lot of the shots was just like hitting the rim. Uh, it, it didn't seem very, uh, they didn't seem like they were together really. Um, the lead was kind of going up and down, up and down. Um, but the Hawks were still managing to cling to that lead, even when they get down to like two, you know. Um, Nets took the lead for like 15 seconds, but then Trey comes back and uh, he, he hits Onyeka Kongu for two like important assists. So um, Trey just kind of had it going tonight, right? Um, didn't shoot necessarily good in that third quarter either. See, like I said earlier. It's crazy that he got 43 because he really only shot well in the first quarter. <laughs> he did well in overtime. Second and third quarter, he didn't really shoot too well. But, like, it is what it is. You can't always explain the numbers. So, uh, Nets kind of cut that lead by five in the third quarter. Uh, <clears throat> and Nets didn't even really have any guy going like uh, like the Pacers did last night. Like, last night. That daggone third quarter with Tyrese Halliburton was just, sheesh, sheesh, yes. It's one for the ages. So, 
Hawks are going into the fourth quarter down by five, and I'm like, okay, like, what is this fourth quarter going to look like? Are these guys going to run out of gas? Are they going to be able to fight? You know, what is it going to look like? And as time would have it, the fourth quarter would be quite the doozy. <laughs> it would be quite the doozy, man. Um, the Hawks were up by five. Knicks start the quarter on a 6-0 run. And you're like, oh, gosh, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> fourth quarter was interesting because the fourth quarter, you had an unexpected hero. And that was DeJon- I mean DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter was going to the hoop like a man with a reckless abandon. He had nine points in the fourth quarter. And there were times that he was carrying this team. He was really good in the fourth quarter. Like, really good. Like, his aggression going to the hoop, like, like it was, he was good. He was good. And let me say this about DeAndre Hunter. Let me just kind of pause the notes really quick. <clears throat> Last night. And, and again, I, I know that this season, DeAndre Hunter, Clint Capella, those are the two whipping boys. Like, that's what it is. Like, we're going to keep it a stack. Like, those are the two guys a lot of the Hawks fans are really um, not pleased with for one reason or another. I'm not going to go back and forth and say it is unfounded or whatever. You know, those are just the two guys. Whenever the Hawks lose or whenever something happens, it's easy to go at DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella, right? Um, last night, I rewatched the film on Tyrese Halliburton, specifically in that third quarter. I tweeted out four separate videos, four separate videos. Two of the videos were Tyrese, Hall- Tyrese Halliburton cooking DeJounte Murray. One of the videos was Kim cooking uh, Bogey Bogdanovich. And the fourth video was one with DeAndre Hunter out of position and Halliburton scoring on those four. I mean, on that particular bucket. Now, out of those four, out of those four videos, only one of those video, only one of those videos ended up getting traction and had everyone speaking on it. And that is the DeAndre Hunter video. And it just goes to show people kind of pick and choose what they want to see. Because I posted two videos of DeJounte getting cooked. I posted one of Bogey getting cooked. I actually picked, I, I actually posted five because I posted one of Wesley. Wesley Matthews got cooked on one. It was just a quick um, crossover dribble, boom, boom, spot up and shoot. You know? And so out of all those five videos, people just focused on the one thing with DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter was not the problem last night. Did he have a good game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Had a terrible game. But um, defensively, it wasn't just him. Tyrese was cooking everybody. So if you're going to comment on that, like, keep it keep it real, bro. Like, keep, keep it 100. You know what I mean? Because DeAndre wasn't the only dude that was getting cooked. He was not the only one getting cooked. DJ got cooked, bogey. Everybody had a piece. I just thought I would say that about DeAndre. Fourth quarter, though, DeAndre Hunter was really good. Keeping this team, keeping the Hawks into it. Trey was struggling again, shooting the ball. He was one of seven. Um, <clears throat> Hawks actually did a pretty decent job of getting to the line, but game got very interesting toward the end of the game. 
uh, or toward the end of regulation. Um, the last two minutes, ooh-wee boy, it was back and forth, you know. Trey hits a feet throw, clacks and a tip in, Trey with three, Dunwoody three, um, Jalen Johnson with a turnover. I don't think Jalen Johnson played very well tonight. I just don't. I don't think he played very well. Uh, Bridges. Bridges was really good tonight. Um, Trey misses two bunnies at one point. At one, at one possession, um, they had the ball. Trey goes through the line. I mean, DeAndre Hunt. I mean, not DeAndre. DeJounte Murray almost loses the ball. Trey gets it. Hits a floor. I mean, he tries for floater. Missed the floater. Gets the rebound. Goes back up, gets blocked, goes around, dribbles around uh, the big again, shoots it and misses it. It's like, oh, you had three possessions and you missed it. And a lot of fans was upset at this next sequence of plays. 11.5 seconds left. Quinn takes out Clint Capella. And there were kind of mixed reviews because some folks don't want Clint closing the game. Some folks do want Clint closing the game. It really depends on how you feel on the moment. Quinn is always coaching the matchups. He's always coaching the matchups. And folks was furious that they took Clint out of the game because it was 11.5 seconds. Hawks were only up by one and Nets had the ball. But. If you realize who the Nets threw out there, the Nets threw out of five with Dunwoody, Bridges, Cam, Walker, uh, Lonnie Walker, and Finney Smith. They had no big out there. They had no big out there. And my only estimation, and I was going to ask Quinn about this after the game, but I asked him about, um, <sighs> what question did I ask? I forget. I asked him something else, but it wasn't about. It wasn't about uh, the substitution with Clint. Um, he obviously takes him out because he's trying to match up. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want Clint getting blown by or whatever. It's really a judgment call. And so Dunwoody goes to the hoop. No, I think I think Cam went to no Bridges went to the hoop. He misses it, and Cam follows it up with the tip in. And so easily everyone's all like, "Oh man, he shouldn't have took Clint out." You know, Clint could have got the rebound. Yada yada yada. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. 3.3 seconds left. Trey comes down, draws a foul. Shooting two. You make two of these, you're going home. He splits them. He splits them. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And the crazy thing about him splitting those feet throws, the Hawks had made 21 consecutive feet throws before he shot that one. They were 21 of 21. And then Trey misses the first one. Like, that's a lot. Like, you can't miss that, bro. You can't miss it. Like, I understand that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for folks like me and a lot of folks who don't play basketball for a living. But number 11, you play basketball for a living. You got to make those free throws, you know. Good thing the Hawks came out on top because I would have hated for Trey to have to kind of homogenize this type of game after going for 40-something, missing the free throws, and them losing the game. So we had free basketball, man. They start the quarter back with the starters. They start overtime, I'm sorry, with the starters. Trey, DJ, Dre, and Double J is what your overtime looks like. And, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> overtime was Trey Young time. 
So it was like, okay, we back now. And I think, and Trey mentioned something like this toward the end of the game. A guy, uh, Emmanuel Glaze, asked him a question like, yo, how did you feel like you don't miss them free throws? It seemed like in the overtime you just had a different energy. And the, and, and the boy did. <laughs> he sure did. Overtime, he goes 4-7. 14 points, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 1 of 3 from 3. Uh, gets a big steal at one point. Like, he was just good. Like, him and Bridges was just battling. Like, they were battling in that overtime. Bridges was good himself. 4 of 8, 11 points in that, in that overtime period. And, uh, yeah, man, like, you seal it on a defensive play. And that's what's crazy. Like, the Nets get the ball. Um, well, like the last three seconds, Bridges steps. <clears throat> the last five seconds of overtime, Bridges steps on J.J. Uh, Julian, uh, Ju- uh, Johnson. And they call a foul. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, he stepped on his foot. How's that a foul on Johnson? It was stupid. But anyway, makes both feet throws and 3.9. Hawks come up. Hawks are up one. Trey makes one of two again. So now the Hawks are up two. Now you gotta play. But now you gotta play def- You gotta play two point two seconds of defense. <laughs> now to some that might seem like a long time, but to this Hawks team, two point two seconds of having to play defense is an eternity. <laughs> but nevertheless. They get the ball in, and Sadiq Bay is out there. I don't know how Sadiq Bay is getting in on these defensive plays. Like, you got to look at the roster. Like, that just shows you how inept this roster is when you want to go to a defensive lineup and you got to throw Sadiq Bay out there. I still think, and, and, and me and Brad were talking about this, like, the Hawks are still like one two-way player away like they need another wing that is uh, um, capable of playing defense Hawks get the dub they get the stop and they get the dub outscored the net 16-14 excuse me in the overtime period and uh then it's time for Thanksgiving Time for Thanksgiving. Hawks win 107, 147 to 145. Another um, just scoring, scoring, just explosion. Just an explosion. So um, I thought in the totality of things, I thought Trey Young was really good when it mattered to get him started and to close him out. And, like, that's when it matters. Like, that's when it matters. Like, don't give me. There are games where you could score 45 points and them 45 would be hollow. Like, these 45 were valued because the first ones you got, you was, like, getting them boys off, you know, off the start. The last 16, 14 points you had overtime, that is closeout points. That's what you need from your superstar. That's what you need from your superstar. And sometimes you don't even got to be daggone efficient. Just get timely buckets. Timely buckets. And tonight I thought Trey Young was that. He 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 didn't shoot well in the middle, but he started well and he finished well. And I thought he was the best player on the court. That's what I that's all I've ever wanted. 
Trey Young to be the best player on the court. Don't let that other dude on the whoever he is on the other side of the visitors team. Do not let him be the best player. You, number 11, need to be the best player. I thought he was. Hawks had four, seven guys in double figures. Murray with 20. Capello, 14. Hunter, 25. Uh, Bogey, 14. Onyeka, 12. And Bay with 12. Um, <clears throat> again, I think DeAndre Hunter needs some love tonight. 25 points, 11 boards. I really like the way he just played tonight, man. He played with poise, and he played really well. Um, I asked Quinn about um, DeAndre Hunter tonight, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that in like in the next segment. But, um, yeah, kudos kudos to Hunter, man. Good, good game tonight. And uh, Hawks have a few days off to kind of enjoy this holiday. So, um, got the dub, man. Got the dub. Let's take a look at the um, keys to the game. Keys to the game. I mentioned these earlier before we went into our notes. Three keys to the game. And, again, if you're on X, make sure you're following us at HawksBeat. Um, <clears throat> let's see if we can check off any of these keys to the game. First one was energy. Um, I said those legs, what would they look like in the third quarter after yesterday's track meet? Uh, to be honest with you, the legs in the third look kind of flat. Legs in the fourth look kind of flat, you know. But – I thought the energy throughout was good. All right. So let me let me let me preface what I'm saying. I think the energy throughout was good. I liked how they started. I liked how they finished. And in the middle, when they weren't hitting shots, they were scrappy. Like that's what I wanted to see. A scrappy win. It doesn't have to be pretty. But you need to go out, show some emotions, show that you want to win. Like that bothers fans. Like when it just seems like you're just going through the motions and like y'all don't care. And I know you care, but I'm just saying what it looks like aesthetically. Right? So I wanted to see, you know, guys diving. I wanted to see guys going after loose balls and, and screaming. Like I want to see emotion. And so all that feeds the energy. So I will give them a check mark for uh, key number one. Key number two bench production. Said if King, if if Quinn goes deeper on the bench, guys got to be ready. So he didn't necessarily go ready. I mean, he didn't necessarily go deeper on his bench, but um, the three main guys gave you double figures, and that's a value. Um, Bogey with fourteen, Anyaka with with twelve, and and Bay with uh, twelve as well. All of those bench guys were plus on the plus minus. Bogey was a plus seventeen, Anyaka plus sixteen. And Bay was a plus nine. Um, of course, always take those and always take those plus minus scores with a grain of salt. But you know, hey, it, it was good. The, the stats and the and the, and, and the, uh, the numbers say they were good, so they might they better be good. Last one, I said, play a smidgen of defense. Listen, two point two seconds left in the overtime period. That calls for a smidgen of defense. <laughs> that calls for a smidgen of defense. And you played that smidgen of defense. So I'm going to give you a check there. Hawks get a check on all three of the keys to the game, and they get the dub, right? So congratulations to them. Um, Let's see. Let's do some fan feedback. Let's do some fan feedback. It's getting late, so we're going we're gonna to do this really quick, then we're going to put a bow in the pot. Then we're going to let you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Or we're going to let me enjoy my Thanksgiving. 
<laughs> fan feedback. Let's see. After the game, I always ask you guys, hey, what were your thoughts uh, about tonight's game? And I always love to hear you guys' response. Jabari McKee said, um, even though we won, this team, <laughs> this team sucks at defense. Team defense sucks. Okay. He said what he said. Ray Ray Naps said survived. <laughs> DJ Yogi said not impressed, but they got the win. Thank goodness. Hey, bro, you don't need to be impressed. A win is a win is a win. Sometimes it's going to be ugly. But listen, you got to get those dubs by any means necessary. It is not easy to win in the NBA. Paul Martinez says we survived. And he sent me a gif of Trey throwing his hands up in the air like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> John Verner III says, exhausted. He said, taking Capella off the court was a mistake at the end of regulation. All right. I, I had a lot of people talk about that, you know. Uh, somebody else said, can you please ask Quinn about closing with CC? Um. It was interesting because some folks said that, you know, Clint was slowing down the offense and then they're like, take him out. And then they wanted to put, put him in. So, like, I don't I don't know what it is, y'all. Like, y'all, y'all on both sides of the nickel. You know what I mean? Y'all on both sides of the nickel. So uh, it is what it is. So um, I think that is about it, man. That's fan feedback. We went through the notes. We went through the keys. Let's go ahead and peep at the Hawks schedule real quick. And see what they have coming down the pipe. Uh, Oh, I thought I had it up. I'm sorry. I should have even edited that out. But I'm not going to do that. We're just going to let it ride. (laughs) Oh, schedule. I could have sworn I had it up. There we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, Let's see. Where do we go from here? All right. Hawks have a couple days off, man. They will take on the Wizards in Washington. DC on Saturday. So they're about to hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, hit the road, hit the road. Got a back-to-back road game in DC and Boston. So um, you got the Wizards on Saturday, the Celtics on Sunday. Um, You got a day off for travel. And then you take on the Cavs in the last in-season tournament game on Tuesday. Now, the chances of the Hawks... Uh, progressing and, and moving on in the in-season tournament game is slim to none, but you still want to win. You know what I mean? So go to Cleveland, have another day off, and then you go to the San Antonio to, to go to San Antonio. You don't go to the, the you don't go to the San Antonio. That doesn't sound right. It's twelve forty-five. I'm trying to make it, guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, so to take on the Spurs, so man, it's going to be a one whale of a road trip. Goodness gracious. And then they finish Milwaukee on that next Saturday. So they got Wizards, Celtics, Cavs, Spurs, and Milwaukee. I don't know who put this schedule together. That's crazy. That five game, this five game roadie is crazy. That's, that's wild. That's out of pocket. But nevertheless, Enjoy tonight's win. We'll get to those other games when you get to them. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to throw a weekly wrap in there. Um, I may do a preview show between now and the the, uh, the Wizards and the Celtics game. So, the next pod we have, I'm not going to pod on Thanksgiving. So, I'll probably do a pod on Friday 
And on that pod, I'll probably do a preview of the Wizards and Celtics. Get you guys ready for those games going into the weekend. Then, of course, we'll pod after those games. And uh, we'll just kind of do it like that. But, ladies and gentlemen, I want to wish you guys a happy, happy Thanksgiving. And I hope you guys enjoy the holidays with your family. Be thankful. I am thankful for you listening to this podcast and supporting the Hawks beat. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that's all he's showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.